mysterious-ish, contains graphic and explicit content. Listener discretion is advised. We're recording now. Oh, okay, cool. Hey, okay. Are we recording right now? Yeah, yeah, right now. Oh, hey, okay. listeners, how's it going? How the hell's your February been? Mine's been um, ah. cold. Yeah, that. Dude, ex- yeah. Precisely that. <laughs> I feel like February is always like that. Yeah. Like every, like there's no February that I can think of that was like actually good. Oh. Like in my whole life, mm-hmm. maybe. That's probably a too broad of a of a spectrum there but you know it's fine okay well we are here for one reason it is february 27th okay well not today because that's not how this works but um today as you're listening it is february 27th and we have a freaking announcement for you so drum roll that was really bad on my part oops now for the moment you've all been waiting for the topic announcement for season six in season six of mysterious ish we will be covering cults cults (laughs) beautiful we did okay yeah that was perfect it was absolutely pretend it was on time everything's fine we're gonna be talking about cults this this season and i'm freaking excited so yeah are you excited yes or no yes there's gonna be a lot of research on our end but i'm excited Mm -hmm. to hear about cults because they're fascinating to me they are me too so for our little announcement and introduction episode uh we wanted to discuss the psychology behind cults how people end up in cults why they get so extreme what personality traits make for a good cult leader etc etc it's gonna get real nerdy up in here so fasten your seatbelts, kids I'm fastened. <laughs> uh, we're as you can sort of sort of tell a little bit. We're gonna have a little bit of a different format for this episode. So we're both gonna be reading notes back and forth, like uh, we are in sixth grade history class all over again. So uh, count your paragraphs and figure out which ones are yours, Erica. Just kidding. I did that for us. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember having like anxiety about, oh my God, I'm going to have to read this paragraph. So there are one, two, three people before me. And so I'm going to have to read one, two, three, this paragraph and then reading through it to make sure that you don't fuck up the words and get all embarrassed. Yes. I literally, (laughs) I literally hated reading in class so much. I remember my face getting so red. Same. Same. I used to try to do it with like, like inflection. You know what I mean? Man, I was really, I was really sort of born for podcasting. (laughs) I'm 
such a performative reader now that I think about it. Like mm-hmm. I always try to, even when I would do like lesson plans and I would write out my scripts for like the lesson plans, I would still try to use like inflection while reading them. Anyways. To begin, we have to answer the most basic question. What is a cult? According to sociologist slash cult expert, Yanya Lalich, a cult is a group or movement with shared commitment to a usually extreme ideology that is usually embodied in charismatic leader. So basically, it's a group of people who share extreme beliefs and are led by someone with riz, as the kids are saying. (laughs) (laughs) I think. (laughs) I I truly don't know. I yeah. think I heard I think I heard Kelly Osborne tell her dad that <laughs> no. sh- that he has Riz. Back to cults. Cults also tend to be very organized, secretive, and very exclusive and even hostile towards non-members. Another important characteristic is that the leader of the cult is followed and worshipped without questions from members. Moving on, now let's talk about why why humans tend to join cults. Uh, Experts in the field of cults suggest that the human need for comfort makes us seek out people or things to help ease fear and anxiety. Not only that, but cults... Cults often provide their members with a sense of meaning, purpose, and belonging. Cults have clear views, and some even have clear goals and a deadline. Uh, And we all feel better when we have something to work towards. Otherwise, we just feel like we're floundering with no purpose on this rock floating through space, right? No? Just me? Okay. Cool, 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 cool. Along those lines, Everything's there fine. are <laughs> everything's fine. Along those lines, there are some people who are statistically more likely to join cults. And no, it's not just idiots who can't see through bullshit. You'll be surprised how many smart stereotypes are on this list. Let's see how many of these boxes we check. According to California State East Bay University, common characteristics that emerge between members of various cults include a higher level of education, a weaker spiritual background, higher financial success, younger age, and fewer time constraints. So depending on what they consider a younger age, I check three of those boxes and it sure as hell is not financial success or fewer time constraints. (laughs) How many boxes did you check, Erica? One, two. I would say at least two. Yeah. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Anyways, so diving deeper into that East Bay University article, uh, they say that people who have attended college tend to have a certain uh, open-mindedness about them, which is required to even hear out a member of any cult or group or politician or (laughs) insert whatever here. Uh, Basically, people with a higher education listen and consider before accepting or rejecting an idea. As for those who are more financially successful, wealthier people have a stronger sense of stability and therefore have more opportunities to pursue interests outside of their job because they don't aren't they aren't working to fucking survive. Uh, younger people are more likely to join a cult because they're usually out on their own for the first time. They're trying to find themselves and figure out where they fit in. And they're like, oh, well, maybe this cult is a good fit. (laughs) (laughs) So now let's talk about what types of characteristics make an effective cult leader. When we say effective, we mean that this person is able to recruit new members into their cult and have their members follow their 
every word. So we've already said that cult leaders are charismatic, but what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> they make people feel seen and heard and have a good sense of humor. They are also great at seeming highly relatable to everyone and are very persuasive. Uh, Ted Bundy. Oh, yeah, I mean... Ted Bundy. <laughs> yeah. He could have been a fucking cult leader. But um, when we when I think about Jim Jones, Jim Jones and Ted Bundy are the same person, but one murdered 800 people and the other murdered 30. 800 people. Yeah, bro. We'll get to it. It's fucking wild. I think it was actually closer to 900. What the fuck? Yeah, People's Temple was no joke. <laughs> okay. So um, the traits that Erica just talked about also seem to roll over into another trait that is typical of cult leaders, and that is narcissism. We all know a narcissist. We all may have very close relationships with a narcissist. I may or may not be only talking about myself, but it's fine. (laughs) Anyways, narcissists believe that they are all important and have a duty to save humankind. That is specifically about people who lead cults. They think that their duty in the cult is to save humankind. They are also dominant and authoritative, ruling their followers with an iron fist. Uh, Many cult leaders also tend to be sociopaths or psychopaths, which are different, but we can't get into it in this episode because that more falls into true crime and we don't have time because I will just go down that path and we will never get off of it. So um, cult leaders also do not accept criticism, which is why their followers must or their members must follow blindly without question. And finally, the most apparent trait of a cult leader, they are highly exploitative. They control their followers and use their weaknesses against them. So this might mean that the leader orders the women members to have sex with him and only him by saying that it will, quote, purify their souls or, quote, take them to a higher plane of existence. Basically, they use their words to get something that would benefit them in turn. So by the women only having sex with them in this example, they are getting sex first and foremost but also they are uh, for lack of a better term spreading their seed and growing the cult and making more indoctrinated people it's really gross yeah it's really gross that's what i mean they're highly explorative (laughs) that word is so hard (laughs) for our final topic of this episode how the hell do cults recruit new members how do they lure people in and take over Firstly, we need to say that no one joins a cult willingly. They are manipulated into thinking the cult is what is best for them through false advertising and blatantly leaving out important details. A Psychology Today article called it a lack of informed consent, and I think that is the best way to say it. Cults prey on vulnerability. They suss out someone's situation financially, socially, career-wise, relationship-wise, everything. They find your weak spot and say that they can fix that. Well, in our commune, you don't need to buy groceries. Everyone is given extensive weekly rations. And then the rations end up being one loaf of stale bread and a bottle of water. Yeah, they're not usually uh, true to what they promise. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, The Psychology Today article lists different vulnerabilities that cults do tend to prey on. So I'm going to read those off now. Um, Illness, chronic or not. The death of a loved one. Breakup of an important relationship. Loss of a job. Moving to another city, state, country. um, Also, mental illnesses 
drug or alcohol problems or like just substance abuse in general. Um, Abuse in general, honestly. Uh, Trauma, phobias, social, political polarization. So like leaning heavily towards the left or right being like borderline extremist. Uh, Internet addiction and belief in extreme conspiracy theories. Oh, (laughs) so, (laughs) so QAnon and um, oh, the other one, belief in extreme conspiracy theories. No, just QAnon. The people who think that um, Pizzagate. Oh, my God. Pizzagate. That the government is full of is a cabal of children eating people. Yeah. So. Anyways, you know, <laughs> extreme conspiracy, QAnon. That is a cult, by the way. I'm not afraid to say it. <laughs> you come after me, not Erica. You leave Erica out of this. <laughs> Erica is highly uncomfortable. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's okay. <laughs> Um, Anyways, uh, anyway. cults. <laughs> so once the cult recruiters have targeted their victim, they begin drawing them in, showing them the opposite of the vulnerabilities they have shown or even giving into the vulnerabilities. For an abuse survivor, this means showering them with love and affection. Quote, unquote, you know, love bombing them. Mm, classic. <laughs> For someone struggling with substance abuse, this means giving them their choice substance. They give the victims a place where they feel a sense of belonging and love. Once they've lured in their victims, the cult members and even the leader begin to isolate the victims from everyone in their lives. They completely recreate their identity with the cult in the center. Some cults require its members to give up all of their money and earthly belongings, further isolating the person and making them lean on the community. Some cults even require married couples to separate, or if they are allowed to stay married, they are not allowed to have sex or sleep in the same room. From here, forms of severe Severe punishment and beating the person into submission, whether physically or emotionally, creates the type of person the cult leader needs to accomplish his or her goals. Yeah, it's a really fucked up situation. It's really yeah. not fun for anyone involved, except for the cult leader, honestly. Yeah, the only person getting any benefit from this, like honestly, like if they take, if they take, and I'm sure we'll see this throughout the season but when they take the money from their people like from their cult members it's for their own gain like they are taking that money they're not like giving it to your family that's not part of the cult they're keeping it it's theirs Mm -hmm. (laughs) so it's yeah it's really fucked up but there you have it folks the uh, psychology of cults uh, why people fall victim who is likely to fall victim characteristics of a cult leader and how they get you So uh, just a quick reminder that season six starts on March 19th um, and we'll see you then. Thanks for listening to our little special little bonus episode. We hope you enjoyed and uh, we'll see you in about three weeks. Bye. Bye forever. Thank you for listening to Mysterious Ish. All episodes are available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or your favorite podcast directory. Follow us on social media at Mysterious Ish Pod. If you have topic suggestions, questions, or stories to share, you can email us at mysteriousishpod at gmail.com or visit our website at mysteriousishpod.com. Make sure to come back next week for another discussion about the mysteries of the universe.